name is Jane Trauger, and this is my podcast on mass hysteria and how it led to the Salem witch trials and the insurrection on the Capitol. What are you afraid of? Communism? Terrorism? Being broke? The government? Americans are surrounded by fear, whether we acknowledge this or not. Fear does, and always has, stemmed from the unknown. No one will ever know what goes on behind closed doors, or in the offices of FBI agents. As a result, many Americans are afraid of the power that the government holds over them, their information, and even their phones. This causes distrust, which can drive a wedge between the people in a society and the unknown. When people are afraid, nothing feeds that fear quite like a neighbor who completely agrees with them, or a social media platform that reinforces their theories, or simply a group of people who share the same ideas as them. Although there weren't phones in 17th century Massachusetts, mob mentality is put on display just as viciously in Arthur Miller's The Crucible. Truly, how much different is society in 2021 than 1692? Mass hysteria in present day escalates through the absurd amount of media that Americans mindlessly consume every day, which has the potential to eventually lead to a breaking point similar to the Salem Witch Trials in 1692. Social media in modern day is not as harmless as it used to be. Almost every app has developed algorithms designed to feed the consumer information that they have shown interest in. SproutSocial.com describes social media algorithms as a way of sorting posts in a user's feed based on relevancy instead of publish time. To some people, the algorithm is an amazing thing. It enables the user to sift through content and deliver more relevant posts than random ones. Not to mention, small businesses can get their products out to their target audiences a lot quicker and more seamlessly. However, the algorithms also raise a few red flags. When social media networks are constantly feeding you information, you run the risk of your phone knowing you better than you know yourself. People are constantly reinforcing what they are interested in or not interested in by what they click on and how much time they spend on each post. The algorithm pays attention to this and works hard to show you what it thinks you want to see. This gets even more problematic when it comes to politics. By only following certain accounts and restricting your social media stream to the people with the same views as you, you begin a cycle that can quickly turn to harmful, especially because this is not reflective of real life. Americans everywhere saw this come to a head when a group of people incited an insurrection at the Capitol building in Washington, D.C. on January 6, 2021. This group, fed by misinformation spouted to them from the former leader of the United States, believed that the election had been stolen from Donald Trump and demanded that Congress and Vice President Mike Pence reject Joe Biden's victory in the 2020 presidential election. The big question is, why did this happen? The insurrection was one of the most horrific days our country has ever seen. How is it that no one saw this coming? 
Or was it possible that we could have all spotted this breaking point from a mile away? The Americans who stormed the Capitol that day were zombies, people who had been targeted by President Trump and had their fears exploited. The insurrection was a concrete example of the dark side of the media and the mob mentality that builds up to an eventual breaking point. NPR wrote an article about an 18-year-old rioter who broke into Mike Pence's office the day of the insurrection. They describe him by saying, Both prosecution and defense agree that he was radicalized by what he read online, and the decision to embrace the falsehoods he discovered in chat rooms and social media changed the course of his life, and he wasn't alone. More than 250 people have been charged so far with breaching the Capitol, and most of them, to varying degrees, were motivated to storm the building by the falsehoods they had been reading online and in social media for months. The Salem Witch Trials may have been over 300 years before the Capitol insurrection, but the two aren't as different as they may seem. The Salem Witch Trials were a result of people fed by the same mob mentality the rioters at the Capitol took part in. Mass hysteria and mistrust in the town of Salem, Massachusetts was met by mob violence and an unwillingness to confront ignorance with education. It led to neighbors pointing fingers families ratting each other out. It led to an infection of the collective consciousness, exactly what we witnessed in 2021. In Salem, personal vengeance, paranoia, and fear escalated the social panic. In The Crucible by Arthur Miller, he writes, why should it have taken so long to acknowledge error? More significantly, why offer an apology at all for an event so long in the past. Perhaps because the needs of justice and the necessity for sustaining the authority of the court have not always been coincident, and because there will always be those who defend the latter, believing that by doing so, they sustain the possibility of the former. Perhaps because there are those who believe that authority is all of a piece, and that to challenge it anywhere is to threaten it everywhere. Here, Miller acknowledges that the Salem Witch Trials were a result of a group of people who became obsessive about power and authority. The insurrection at the Capitol was a result of people questioning authority, afraid of the unknown, and trying anything to gain control. So really, how much is different in 2021 than in in 1692? If you ask me, not much. The scary thing is thinking about how far this could go. How long until mass hysteria escalates to a global level? What can we do to prevent it? What can you do to prevent it? Or can we even do anything? And on that note, thank you for listening. And that's the end of my podcast.